0: monster <laughs> <laughs> All right, good to go on the audio.
1: Good to go on the audio.
0: Oh, mics are hot? Mics are hot. Mics are hot. All right. Well, in that case, welcome to Ninety One Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, we're going under the hood to cover your headlines for the week. Uh, We're also bringing back the Ninety One Octane Book Club. We read, so you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) We're the clips Notes of this shit. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And finally, we'll end on profiling the legends. I like this little history memory lane thing we've been going on lately. Uh, mm-hmm. But Randy's going to take us on a lesson after uh, that. A little lesson that. from the hometown. Yeah, but let's kick it off with some headlines. Randy, you want to uh, start? Sure. So
1: March is a big month for us car guys. Um, Gran Turismo, which I previously mentioned. Yes. F1, Drive to Survive on Netflix is a new season. Ooh, ooh, from, ooh Yeah, ooh, it's very ooh, exciting ooh. stuff. Yeah. So we'll add a third thing to it. Acura Integra pre-orders open up on March 10th. Oh. Does – we have not even seen the interior of the car. Yeah. Officially, when you go to the page, it says limited quantities. Right. But all you see is what we saw uh, months ago or whatever, just like the yellow one, tinted windows. Yeah. Are Are they trying to build artificial hype with this thing?
0: I'll tell you, Randy. I know exactly why they're doing it. Why? Cause they know if they show it to us, no one's gonna order that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I don't know. I think it, look, I, I it's sort of akin to, you know, like Coachella and those big festivals started selling tickets before the lineups were out. Yes, you know, I yes. remember that yeah, when that happened. Yeah.
1: Do they? They don't do that anymore. I think they they still do that. Okay. I think they still do that, and
0: I think it's sort of the same thing, which kind of alludes to what you said—the hype thing, building up hype. Right. And I think the, you know, the the mystery of not knowing what the final product is going to be, uh, lets the people they were probably in an office and they were like, you know what? Since they don't know what it's going to look like, Uh the people that are willing to buy it are going to give us the benefit of the doubt. Yes. Right. Yes. So let's put the pre pre orders out. Uh-huh. Makes you know put the feelers out, mm. and then and then we'll we'll handle it that way. Because what other reason is there?
1: Agreed, especially you know? with no info. I mean, they did that anime also, or the yeah the anime show for the Integra. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. They tried to make an Pokemon slash Initial D esque anime for Acura. And the car is that – the Integra is the star.
0: Are you serious? They have
1: an OG Integra.
0: So it's like the 86? Yes. The initial B? Kind of, like that. But she's
1: more on a racetrack than uh, – it's not mountains. It's racetrack driving. Okay. And they have the NSX in there also, the I, new one. Okay. But, yeah, they, they highlight the um, 98 Integra Type R. Okay. And this is going to be another car. Uh, the new Integra will also be a star in this thing, allegedly. Okay. Um but Wait,
0: it's like a full-on cartoon? It's like
1: a, it's, it's a few episodes. It's several episodes. Oh, I thought
0: it was like a like a 1-minute commercial no, or something. No, no, no. It's going to oh, be this an is actual for real. show. Yeah. It's going to be an- man, you, ser- you you guys are seriously going to invest money in a cartoon and not show us what the car looks like? <laughs> Like, oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep. No, I mean, I I think uh, interesting marketing, right? May, maybe may, I think may I think they're not sure how well it's going to do. I mean, they're not coming right. into a they're not coming into a favorable situation. Correct. Right. The yeah. new the new Nissan Z is coming out. Right. Yes. It's around the same time, the Supra is still is now becoming beloved. Right. All the haters from the initial launch. Are now coming we around to it. converted. I converted. Yes, I uh, was going to uh, say <laughs> us included. Yes. Us included. Yeah. Um. And and so there there's a lot of competition for a thirty to fifty thousand dollar sports car. Yes. Um. Well. So maybe they're trying to put feelers out to see what their production numbers actually need to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, it makes sense in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I'm very curious to see what these numbers are going to be.
1: I, I'm curious to see how, if it'll sell out the pre-orders and how long it will take.
0: They'll tell us it will,
1: or if they say, "Oh, it's only 500," and like because that's all they could sell uh, <laughs> in pre-orders.
0: I'm trying to think to like other you know Car pre- pre-orders, other pre to see if numbers were released. And usually the numbers aren't big. I think there were the pre-orders for the like Mustang Mach-E was in the you know hundreds. Mm. I might be wrong about that. I might be making that up completely, but actually I am. But um th- that's kind of what I'm thinking. They might and they might say oh it, it all sold out in one day and yeah. it's like 50 of them.
1: Right. You know, exactly. and they might
0: not give us the number. I don't know. I guess it, it depends. For me, I think the picture will really start painting itself when we get the numbers of those pre-orders.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's
0: that's when we're going to see one what the demand is. Mhm. Because I don't see... I don't see it. I don't see the demand. I mean, I you could s- argue that the Supra got just as much hate as the Integra is getting now, right? You could argue that, That's right? A, that, if you, if you yeah. were just a slightly insane, just a little bit insane.
1: I'm insane enough to agree to that, yeah.
0: But the Integra doesn't have the redeemable performance qualities Correct. of the Supra. Yes. So for, for the Integra to dig itself out of that hole... Oof, I don't know, man. Yes,
1: I don't know. It's not even a Type R. It's right? not. So...
0: And some dealership was trying to say that there's an SH coming out. Yes, I heard about that. Uh, but All it's just dive. a dealer yeah. that listed it. Li- listed it. <laughs> uh, that listed it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so it, it's probably not anything real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm very. I will say I'm very curious about what the numbers say. Yes, I'm very curious. But again, you know they can they can make it, those numbers look however they want them to look.
1: Yeah, you know where we will get to drive it maybe is in Gran Turismo 7. <laughs>
0: ah, yeah, even there I wouldn't want to drive it. <laughs> 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 but yeah, oh man, I don't uh, what is the what do you know what the pricing is? They're
1: saying it's going to be around 30k.
0: For the base.
1: This is probably the base. Yeah, they're probably going to have one to two engine types, right? Or trim, Uh, maybe a few trims, but one or two engine types. Maybe a Type R one engine or a detuned one, or a Type S. Yeah, which would be a Type S. So it'd be like a 270 horsepower K20C or whatever from the Type R, crappier turbo or something or whatever.
0: But yeah. But I, oh man, I don't know. I think it's a miss on their part. They they haven't done a good job with the car. Mm -hmm. They haven't done a good job with you know we they released the look of it. And they had to put Integra on the side of it for yeah. us to know it was an Integra. <laughs> yeah. Now they're yes. doing pre-orders without actually even knowing figures right. and interior right. and uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, You're I'm not, not I'm not getting behind Acura on this one. All right, and I and I would, mm-hmm. I would if they if they did something a little different or showed us what they're capable of. But instead, they're giving us cartoons, blind pre-orders, and Integra vinyls and yellow. A throwback
1: to a yellow car.
0: Ah, the Type R already did it. You know what I mean? That's
1: what I mean. Like, oh yeah, you're right. The Civic Type R already. Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
0: Do something different, man. Yeah. You know, I know you're Honda family, but yes, do something different. know. Yeah. But anyway, let's move into our next headline. Uh, New York City seems to be laying down the groundwork for a Demolition Man future. You've talked about the movie Demolition Man. I love that. Movie. Last yeah. week we talked about the sound cameras, sound trap cameras. Yes. Um, this week New York City bought 184 Ford Mustang Mach-E GTs for a, a 11.4 million dollars. Okay. Uh, to use as cop cars. Interesting. Um so now we're going into a future where the police is becoming EV. Yes. But The problem is uh, Michigan already tested them. Michigan Police Department Mm -hmm. already tested them. That makes a ton of sense. And they didn't work out. Yeah. Due to... Cold uh, weather? Top speed issues. Okay. And back seat room were the biggest issues. Yeah. Um, LAPD... Mm -hmm. tried with i3s which makes i remember that very little sense they
1: resold them lately
0: they resold them at a tune of 10 million dollars yeah that you and i paid for
1: well i don't live in la county so would it be la county residents that would have paid for it
0: i mean if you want to get specific so yes yes (laughs) yes (laughs) i did it i did you did (laughs) um but i mean it it's you know I guess they're progressing into the future with all these EV things they're but it, ju- it does seem like they're just throwing money at things hoping something'll stick yeah or maybe these departments don't talk to each other but yeah. I mean if like Michigan Michigan already piloted it why why would New York be any different do they not need top speed because it's just because it's a major it's metropolis and they just can drive slow
1: uh that It could be if it's NYPD, yeah. That probably is the case. Yeah, it is NYPD. Okay, so they're just in the city. Yeah. Not like the county or they don't have freeways to deal with necessarily. Yeah. Except around Manhattan. Have you been to New York?
0: I have not.
1: You have not been to New York? No. So it's very like you can't really drive that you can't really drive. That top don't matter.
0: I've always heard you can't drive at all.
1: Yes. That's almost like there's
0: a lot of New York uh or NYPD police on like horses, right? And bikes. Yeah,
1: that's probably to get through like cut through Central Park type situations. Oh uh, okay. You can't drive a car through big chunks of Central Park. There's some roads that cut through there but nothing if you're like trying to chase somebody in the middle down the middle.
0: Yeah. They should just buy horses.
1: Yeah, that's a weird attempt. I I mean in Michigan they have freeways where whatever city bottom or the county bottom yeah, they'd have freeways. They're, are there a lot possible.
0: of car chases in Michigan?
1: They are not televised like here.
0: Oh, okay. because
1: here there's always helicopters hovering, right. Waiting for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. They don't even have to wait. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they that's don't all- just go up <laughs> and yeah, see one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Out there, they're like they don't have budgets for helicopters to just be floating around all day long. Ah, uh, yeah, you're or right. during rush hour. Here you're they right. do. Over there they don't.
0: Also, like when. When testing a fleet, right, Mm -hmm. of Mustangs, Mm -hmm. does it make sense to test 184 of them versus testing, let's say, 10? Not at all. The i3s didn't make it. None of them made it over five-digit miles.
1: Yes. I remember because I was thinking about buying one. Or I was (laughs) looking at it just to see what they were asking for. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they didn't make them past, like, 5K.
0: Yeah. And it's just in my head, I'm like, you know, why make... Fine. Make a hundred thousand dollar investment or two hundred thousand dollar investment in right. these cars.
1: Buy to- twenty cars. Ten, yeah, 10 to test 20 them cars. out. Yeah.
0: But what are they doing with i threes? You know what I mean? Like.
1: Yeah, I don't. That one is a joke. Yeah. So like, what the fuck? Is oh, one absolutely.
0: That one? Yes. And then with the Mustang maquis you have you seen them in person?
1: Are they like Rav Four size? They're not even they're, like
0: yeah. They're crossover size. Yeah,
1: they're not quite full. They're not size. SUVs. They're yeah. not like
0: the Explorers that you see like cops in, right? Right. You know. So yes. I'm, I'm and I couldn't find any information on if these are going to be like police interceptor versions, you know, Right. or you know if they've got some some changes to them. Uh, but yeah, an eleven point four million dollar test. Test. A test.
1: Does that make you angry? As a is? little bit.
0: A little bit, especially with... Uh,
1: left leaner. I'm
0: going to go I'm a, go a little bit because of another headline that I have. Okay. So we'll pause it there. You can hit up the next headline All and right. we'll circle back. So,
1: so I'll go with a shorter of my three. Um, the MSRP issues that we're seeing today with cars, brand new cars, mm-hmm. there is now a list of most uh, overpriced MSRP cars or cars that you have to pay MSRP 4
0: I have a full list.
1: You do? Yeah. You have the same damn list? I have the same... Oh. Is it the Edmonds list? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. Okay, go so it. I'll start... I'll do the bottom.
0: Okay. okay. So I'll So I'll you're just, a bottom.
1: I'm a bottom feeder. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm totally a bottom. Um, so at the bottom... Yes. ...is Alfa Romeo.
0: Alfa... Oh, well, I, they're... They are negative.
1: They are negative. So you can still get them under MSRP is what this list is saying. Yes. $3,000 under MSRP. Does that, since we're using the same headline, does that give you enough of a reason to buy an Alfa Romeo? Because it's like the only one that's over four digits under MSRP that you could get a discount
0: on. Uh, I mean, like, okay, the problem is I don't know enough about Alfa Romeo.
1: They're shit quality.
0: Uh, are they? Yeah, they're
1: considered shit quality. Uh, okay.
0: Yes. Um. Then there's, you know, there's a reason for, especially in this market. Especially in this market. For them to be three thousand under, you know, if yes. they were like hovering around MSRP, mm-hmm. I, you know, th- that would be a good sign. Okay. The fact that in this market they're three thousand dollars under MSRP, yes. that's yeah. a red flag. Yes. Man. Yes. But you know, this sort of like anti-dealer extortion. I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. markup campaign that we have going on is you know it's supported by Alfa Romeo even though they're unintentionally supporting us in our anti markup yes, campaign. Yes, absolutely. Um, that is a positive to me. But again, like in this market, if you are selling your cars at under that much under MSRP, and that's an average, correct? Right. So yes. a three thousand dollar average. It doesn't seem like a lot necessarily, mm-hmm. but that's significant. That is significant. It's absolutely. very significant. Although
1: they only have two or three uh, l- cars left that they sell here.
0: No, that's true too. That pro- that's probably why they're down there. Like, yes. Right. Yeah, that, that's true. You know, they're not making any of these cars anymore out here. So. Yes. Yeah. They're going to sell them cheaply. Yes. But it wouldn't drive me to pay for one. No. Nah.
1: They have a Alfa Romeo Quadrifoglio, which is a 500 horsepower V6. Um MSRP is seventy-eight thousand dollars. So this is like their M three fighter.
0: Right, yeah. Basically. Yeah, that's kinda how it was pr- promoted yes. for a little while.
1: Yeah. Um still a no sell for you, huh? Versus uh equivalent M.
0: Only because of the unknowns. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like uh I, I think you know having that much power sounds amazing. Sure. But if I even if I'm paying three thousand under MSRP at seventy eight, mm-hmm. I'm getting way more car out of that money if I get a Supra.
1: Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like. No, everything is uh, against a Supra. Huh? It really that's is because,
0: you know, there's, I mean, I, I could also go M, right? Yeah. But that's a little more expensive. Sure. But if it's $78,000, let us say the average is $3,000. let us say that that means 5000 for this car, which sure. actually should probably mean less. Yeah. Let's say we pay seventy grand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right now, you're going to pay maybe 58 for a 2020 Supra.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's on the higher end. Yes, it is. That's true.
0: That leaves you $12,000 to tune.
1: Or not, or you keeping know, your pocket. Or
0: keeping your pocket or whatever, keeping mm-hmm. your pocket. But if you want that 500-horsepower $500, 500 number that the Quadrifoldio has, <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah. you could do that. So, and, you know, you would be, despite the fact that, this probably is the worst reason to buy a car, but it is a reason to buy a car. You would be exponentially cooler in the Supra, yes, than an Alfa Romeo Quadrifoglio. It's a, real,
1: it's a real sports car.
0: I mean, not that the Alfa Romeo is not,
1: but yeah, it's a sedan. Yeah, it is a sedan. Know, it so. is. It, I mean, that's so you, what the but, M3 is. But you get you gain the back seats, right? Yeah. So the the equal it almost equals out. Cool factor versus back, like utility kind of balances each other. But at
0: that point, why not get an M3?
1: That's true. That's true. Get an F80.
0: Don't get a G80. Okay, right. Get an F80. Because
1: a G80 is what? How much do you know? 80? 90? Okay. Yeah,
0: probably 90 right now. Closer to 90 for, I mean, a very slimly optioned one.
1: MSRP is 70000 for an M3. Good
0: luck finding one. Oh, that's true. The Quadrifoglio
1: is like the high tier for Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Yeah,
0: good luck finding one.
1: That's true. but
0: yeah i mean let's talk about the top of the list yes right i mean at number one cadillac i was
1: surprised were you uh yeah because i didn't know people still bought escalades
0: i think it's the suv thing
1: like Tahoes and escalades yeah well no cadillac only cadillac
0: oh yeah Tahoes don't count but cadillacs are kind of like
1: i just don't see any here maybe i'm stuck jaded by the California bubble.
0: I, I see them out here. You see,
1: I, I don't see Cadillacs I, out I here. I see them,
0: yeah. You just don't see them with spinners anymore, so you don't notice.
1: No, because my Detroit eye will will catch <laughs>
0: your Detroit eye. No, it will
1: because when I see American, I
0: see with my Detroit eye.
1: <laughs> no, it's they're so rare. Yeah, American cars feel so rare.
0: Well, okay. Here's me. the thing. This isn't. This is. These numbers don't indicate volume. Oh, that's true. Right? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. you know, they're yeah, they're just saying enough. the average MSRP for these cards is seventy six thousand and they're selling at eighty on average. So that's a four thousand dollar difference. Yes. For Cadillac. So for those, you know, listening along, these are the cards that you should avoid if you want to boycott this damn markup mm-hmm. trend that's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Next in line, Land Rover. Yes. A little less surprising, but almost half. Of what Cadillac is marking up.
1: So around 2K. 2 k $2,500.
0: Mm. The average MSRP of the Land Rover is $87,000. Mm-hmm. And they're selling them for about ninety grand. 3rd in line surprised the shit out of me.
1: Yes. You're something near and dear to your heart.
0: Near and dear to my heart. Kia. Until today, <laughs> that was very deep Chappelle of you. <laughs> uh-huh. Kia, Kia, yes. Kia, although their average MSRP is at thirty-two thousand, yes, which is half of the other two that are up mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. They are tacking on, on average, twenty-three hundred dollars. Yes. to their cars.
1: So these numbers are obviously nationwide. I do know somebody that paid five K over for a Telluride.
0: Five. Yeah, see, there you go.
1: Like yes, in SoCal.
0: Damn, and that there, I I haven't. I don't know anybody personally, mm-hmm. but I have online. There's a tons of stories. Like people are like, why'd you buy a Kia? Like yeah, why you? Why are you paying over this on a Kia? But mm-hmm. the SUV game right now is everybody wants one. Yes. Um. So it's a hot market. Very hot market. After Kia mm-hmm. is Porsche. Mm-hmm. And Porsche is in a league of its own in this list, being? being that the average. This is this part shocked me. The well, it shouldn't. The average MSRP of a Porsche, mm-hmm. which means the average of all the cars that Porsche is selling, yeah, is six figures, yes, man. Yeah, yeah. one hundred and three thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and they're tacking on an average seventeen hundred dollars to MSRP, a markup.
1: And and people in that echelon will pay that. Oh,
0: absolutely! All people in that echelon, they're just like,
1: <clears throat> yeah,
0: we'll we'll do it. That's fine. Yeah, but they do the is the carrera new a six figure car? No, I think. It's, oh no, sorry the the Cayman.
1: The Cayman is definitely not not a base Cayman. Yeah, but the GT four one is.
0: The what, what was the, what's the base Cayman at the
1: ca- base Cayman? I th- I don't know if they went back to four cylinder, um, but I thought that they were in the sixties.
0: That might be a little a little short. Maybe they don't sell a lot of them. Then
1: I'll look it up. But yeah, I, I think yeah the the Cayman should be twenty twenty two. But I was
0: surprised to see an average MSRP of one hundred and three thousand dollars. Not because Porsche, you know Porsche, it it of course they sell for a lot of money, so it's yeah. sort of expected they're going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. But the volume of Porsches that you see out here.
1: Yeah, we're. It's significant. It's crazy. It's almost borderline civic esque. Oh my god, that's that was
0: the immediate thought that I got. I was like, you know, every time I drive, I see a Porsche. Yep. Every time I drive, I see one. Yes. and it's not just Caymans, you know. Yeah, it, it's it's the full gamut. Yeah, Carreras, you, know? you might not but, see like GT threes, correct, and stuff like that. Well, you, I but I you'll see them on the track all day long. Yeah, yeah. Cayennes, old all and all new. All the time. Panameras. Yeah, yes. You know, I see.
1: I've seen like ten Taycons since. last year. Oh yeah, year. that's true. Yeah, Right? yeah. It's probably
0: yeah outside of the Tesla, it's probably the most EV that I yes. see. Yes,
1: yes. That's like second. That's a right? good point too. Yes.
0: But but they the average MSRP is six figures.
1: It's insane. Fucking
0: crazy. Yeah. But, but anyway, was, yeah. anyways, I'll leave on a couple of notes. Sure. Eighty-two percent of new car buyers are paying over MSRP. Yeah. Or paid over MSRP in January.
1: Eighty-two percent in January. Eighty-two okay. percent in January. Okay. That sucks,
0: dude. That's extreme. It, man. it is extreme. That means out of every 10 buyers, eight are going to pay over markup. Mm-hmm. I guess it does give you a bit of a chance that you could be that those two out of 10 to <laughs> a 20 percent th- chance. But those fools are probably buying Alfa Romeos. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yes, yes, yes. So you're damn man like that's that, the market is crazy. It's brutal right now. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, um, it'll
1: eventually go back. I did a lot of, like, thinking about the economics of it. Yeah. And I did some reading about, like, people's comments. Okay. Not that anybody ever – you're the only economist that I know of. Let's or hear this, Ben degree. Bernanke. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Moneyball. <laughs> um, eventually, the output of the factories – to get their product to be cheaper, they just have to pump them out. Oh, yeah. Make as many as they can. Yeah. So, as one company makes like 100,000 units of their car, company B is going to be like, yeah, you know what? I don't want them taking up market share. I'm going to start to pump out just as many, also.
0: But they're, you know, the chip shortage is still a thing.
1: It is. So, I don't expect it to happen until 2024, personally. Because it's got to take a while for the, um, for the yeah for all of the the supply to be replenished and for all the demand that's pent up to be um wiped out
0: yeah I mean I'm it kind of lines up with I'm for some reason estimating that 2024 is where I'm I'm gonna buy another new car mm-hmm. um so I hope your predictions are right yeah uh nostradamus randy over yeah, here yeah, yeah. so I, I really hope so but man that's a long time it's a
1: very long time from now. a
0: four-year hot market for cars
1: yes, yep i mean we've benefited also personally right how our our cars that we bought pre-pandemic were
0: well i mean in it, value. it's sort of like stocks right i mean yeah like, it we, doesn't do shit yeah until it's you not realized yeah well yeah. you will i will yes i will hopefully i'm not too late Mm-hmm. But I mean it seems like I'm gonna have a little while. I I've sort of so. been lazy about it. I noticed. Oh you my god. Car. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I haven't I like I've got everything I need to do, but yes. I haven't done it. Yes. But anyway, let's get into our next headline. The UPS car USPS cars are changing, and they're gonna get eight point six miles per gallon. Eight point six. Eight point six miles per gallon. And the EPA easy. is like, oh my god, what are you doing? How wow. dare you Um, but the USPS has stated that they don't have the budget for electrification. And this is what I mean about this tying into my previous headline Mm -hmm. and that we've got, uh, you know, the police department Mm -hmm. buying, you know, $12 million worth of cars, but USPS is saying that they can't buy EV fleets um, because they don't have enough money, so they're 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 buying these alternatives that are still ice cars. That said, um, I think the outrage is a little unwarranted because these the cars aren't going to be the same size as the ones that are available now. Are they bigger? They're much bigger. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's like comparing the Kia Rio to a Tahoe. Okay. Almost. So they're much bigger. Um, and that's why you know they're going to be they're going to get bad mileage. They're also stating that if they take the AC out, they'll do like fourteen instead of eight. It's really e. Yeah, it's eight point six miles per gallon. Now, I mean, the EPA has been going wild about. What this. kind
1: of engine is in that thing? Did I don't say? know.
0: I couldn't find any details on what the engines are or whatever. But the car looks, the car looks crazy.
1: Like dorky. Yeah, dorky. Yeah, <laughs> very very dorky. Uh-huh, we'll, maybe uh-huh. we'll throw we'll throw it up yeah, here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. But yeah, it looks it looks like a a very dorky mail truck, but it's it's made for visibility. Okay. So like the windshield is huge, all the windows are huge. Uh-huh. Um, I forget the name of the like European car that it looks like. It's a it's a smaller European car. That's oh, got, like, Fiat.
1: Butter. Um. Fiat ugly
0: something. Yeah, yeah Fiat like, ugly something. Yeah. yeah, let's call it that. Yeah. Um. But you know, I was kind of like like multiply. There you go, the multiply. Yeah, 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 it looks exactly like that, but but bigger than that. Yes, okay, okay. But it's just like, God, like, I mean, the USPS is a service for all of us. Like, why wouldn't you give them, you know, the funds to get... I mean, Ford's coming out with an EV transit van. I feel like that would have been perfect for this. Yes, they are. So they should have bought that, but... I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of politics behind this as well. Yeah, that's but yeah, I mean, I uh, all, another thing on this is like, man, if the, if the postal service is doing 8.6 miles per gallon, mm-hmm. you can leave me alone about not having cats.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know? In the state of California, yeah, dude. What are they gonna do? Yeah, I don't are know. Are they gonna demand that the USPS? They can't. The, I, I, don't so. yeah, yeah, they I don't think so. Yeah, they can't touch that. I
0: don't. I mean, they they could. They could institute some regulations. Maybe we won't get that car. It'd be interesting. I didn't even think about that. Right? That's a good point. Like, what is California going to do about this if if they really think it's that big of an outrage? But apparently, FedEx trucks and UPS trucks aren't that much better.
1: That doesn't surprise me.
0: Yeah. So is- so, so, they might be in the ballpark and people are just up in arms because this is new.
1: So this is bigger than those? Or as no, big as No, it's
0: about as big, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. then... Yeah, you know what I mean, eight point six is still kind of crap.
1: That's very bad. Yeah, but these aren't. They, these don't go that far.
0: No, no, they don't go that far. Right? But, I mean,
1: they don't need to, I should say, because they. Only but go there's a the lot city. of stop and go. There's definitely a ton of stop and go.
0: Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But like, like I said, I mean, if if they're doing this, we get to have no cats. But then also. <clears throat> That's a really good point that you brought up about what California is going to do.
1: Yeah, they're two hippie green yada yadas. Yeah,
0: because I mean, the I I don't know if it's the EPA. I'm pretty sure the EPA is enforcing also the RPM Act still. And like low key, I'm for some reason, I'm not finding a lot of news, but some news they're going after like smaller tuners still really yeah and and Remind it's like
1: what the issue was there they, or what they were trying to do was catch people selling catch ECU people
0: selling uh, ECU emission defeat devices which is really just tuning devices mm. to for road use mm. and it's hard because on the one hand you know I can say oh yeah I'm gonna use this for off-road use only yeah and for the most part I think you have most people doing that yeah so, like, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it's it, it's it's hard because the the side that's using them can say, okay, I'm just using these tunes to go to the racetrack, okay. But the side that is uh, enforcing this law can say, oh, everybody's using them illegally. Uh huh. So all, but then all it takes is one person essentially to use it on the road, and now the EPA is up in arms and going to attack and fine. These smaller tuning shops. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So I mean, the way they're starting to enforce the RPM Act now, it, it's possible that we lose engine tuning.
1: Better stock up on some. Then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess. It, well, I mean, yeah, the black I mean, market.
0: There, there will always be tuners. Mm. You know, there always there will be a black market. It's sort of there a will always be a black market. This is a uh, a victimless crime. Unless somebody wraps their car around a tree, but then that's different.
1: It's a victimless crime.
0: It's a victimless crime. It you know what I mean? Is. Like, well, okay, let's 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 play devil's advocate. Uh, not necessarily well, because it, your kids will suffer the consequences of us getting an extra five horsepower.
1: <laughs> and you know who else? Who? Captain Planet will shed a tear. Oh, <laughs> Captain Planet will shed a tear. Let's let's <laughs> take out the world's smallest violin. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. But no, it's okay, it's legitimate, right? Like you could you can make that argument. Yes. Right. You can make that argument that it's not necessarily completely victimless, but it kinda is. How many, you know, compared to the full scope of the market, how many of us are really going for tunes? Mm,
1: very like one percent, less yeah. than a percent.
0: I mean, if you think about it, like owners. anytime you take your car out to drive, right? How many times do you actually come by another tuner car that's got like you know those aftermarket wheels that you recognize or that body kit or the wide body that you recognize, right? How many times do you encounter that when you go out to go out to drive? I know you don't go out to drive a lot. Yeah, but
1: pre-COVID it was it'd be like once a week, one or two a week.
0: Maybe locally. And yes. of those right. There's still an even smaller subset of people actually tuning their cars. I'm not tuned. Exactly. Partially exactly. because of
1: this stuff but also because I don't feel the value in it too much.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of like uh it's kind of like it's kind of like, it's kinda like pun- punishing the guy selling nickel bags and dime bags. Right. Right and yeah, and and yeah, not yeah. really attacking the the cartel. The OEMs. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, the OEMs have little to do with it too, right? Right. I mean, right, I guess right, they right. could lock the ecus mm-hmm. somebody's mm-hmm. going to defeat him though right um but it's you know there's uh what i mean is they need to go after like sort of the bigger polluters which are like corporations which like yeah. buy points to pollute right you know yeah 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 okay if you're going to like, yeah. let corporations buy points is getting like wild if you're going to if you're going to let corporations buy points so they, so can, they can so they can pollute. Yes. Let me buy some of those motherfuckers. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like that's a fair point. Exactly. That's a really right. Good argument. You know,
1: let, let, I, I, I might pay to, to be able to tune my
0: car. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Legitly. Yeah. Have
1: an aftermarket. tune. Yeah. Oh,
0: like, OK, two thousand dollars and you can pay. I don't what I don't know what it is. Right. right. It, it's going to be some wild amount of money. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. going to be 200 bucks. Yes. Which is still a wild money. Let's but, say
1: it's a grand a year.
0: A grand a year
1: to add on to your registration,
0: right? And there people will do that. Some people will do that. Yeah, and then they can put that money. They won't, mm-hmm. but they can put that money towards, you know, finding other ways to right. reduce emissions. Yeah, right. Where because it's not going to be a lot of people doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it would be only fair to to allow us to do that.
1: Yeah. <sighs>
0: Bad that there's there's a whole, there's a whole other balance of, you know. Other ways to be punishments fair. there, right? You yeah. know, when it comes to corporations versus individual consumers. Yeah,
1: and I really don't think it's because we're biased either. I do really agree that it's kind of victimless crime. Yeah, because a tune. I mean,
0: yeah. What was it gonna I do? I don't. Like, I don't see you it. Know? I mean, personally. other than like the pops and burbles, boys.
1: Right. You know, sorry guys. I mean, but and they're a small subset of. Oh
0: yeah, for sure, and getting smaller and smaller. Right. Uh, but you know, the sort of takeover crews aren't helping, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately it, it's even stuff that it's unrelated will impact this, mm-hmm. right? Even the fact that those cars are probably, most of them are stock. Most of them are V6. Yeah. Most of them, you know, are they're just causing a ruckus. Mm-hmm. And but they're gonna the EPA is gonna be like, see, see what's happening because you guys are tuning your cars. Yeah, because Uh, a a stock car couldn't do that. Right. Yeah. And and you know they're ignorant. Yeah. They're completely ignorant about how how cars work. Yeah. So whatever. I guess I'll get off my soapbox at this point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And with that last one, Uh, I will speak to is um, the F one race, and this is current event stuff. Yeah. Slightly political. Um, the F one race in Russia has been canceled thanks to the invasion. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks to the invasion of Ukraine this week.
0: Which you know, honestly, in a serious note, like you know, I feel really bad for the people of Ukraine. Yep, I, I really wish, and like, expedited kind of end to this because mm-hmm. that sucks. Uh, I've I've absolutely. actually. You know, it's kind of a sad thing. I like I I try to keep plugged in to especially with like wartime, like current events Mm -hmm. and a lot of people with social media. Now, a lot of people are posting like Ukrainians are posting their experience with this stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's it's rough, man. Oh, yeah. It's rough. I won't go into the details, but it's stuff that it's scarring.
1: I mean every man between eighteen and sixty has to go fight,
0: yeah, I mean Ukraine compared to Russia is not that big, so yes, yeah, yeah but you know, but anyway there are, there are other consequences spilling out as a result, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I mean it makes sense, you know, yeah, it totally does, I mean Russia was already like, I don't know if it was you who told me that due to the doping scandal, mm-hmm. might have been the striker boys who told me, due to okay. the doping scandal. Um, the Russians aren't allowed to participate in the Olympics. Yes. Right? Yes. But that has also bled into other sports. Not not as mandatory, but um, I think in the Haas F1 team doesn't use the Russian flag as a result, even though they're sponsored by...
1: URL Cali. Yes yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, which is a Russian company. Yeah, which is a Russian company. Th- I just found that out today because I was looking into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikita Mazepin, their driver is Russian. Yes, yes. And his dad is tied to that company? Yeah. that sponsors the team? Yep. Yeah, so yes, you're right. They did take off some of the colors and they um they're taking off Ural Kali as a sponsor off the car. Yeah. Immediately.
0: Um which is weird. I mean, cuz sort of like I don't know if it's true, right? I mean, it's sort of like it's sort of been implied, right? Mm-hmm. That Nikita Nikita's seat was paid for. Yeah, right, right, yes. by because of that sponsorship. Yes. So is he no longer a sponsor?
1: That remains to be seen. Yeah. As no, he may no longer be a driver.
0: Oh, that that could be a potential. That could
1: be a potential outcome
0: oh. of it because he
1: was saying this week. Seb- Sebastian Vettel Vettel this week said it before they pulled out of the Russia race. Did you know this? No. You know this Seb- no. Sebastian Vettel already boycotted. He said, if we're going to race in Russia, I'm boycotting that race. So clap, clap, right?
0: Dude, like that guy, let, let, let's take a moment. Like, uh, dude, got so much respect for him, man. Picking yeah. up trash. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, kind of always uh, being involved in the pride movement, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. always seems to be at the forefront yeah, nope. of humanitarian issues. Yes. So shout out to Vettel. So you know? shout
1: out to him. But Nikita Mazepin was like, "Oh yeah, we should still race in Ru- Russia."
0: What a fucking in, idiot! He,
1: in a nutshell, don't quote me on those words. Yeah, but that's re- basically what he said. Well, I would still run it. So
0: he okay. Well, okay. So I wouldn't expect Nikita to not
1: back his leadership, being the son of a tycoon. So I wouldn't. Or I wouldn't. Somebody ex- involved. I
0: wouldn't expect him to say no, right? Yeah. But I would expect him to shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, that you was know I a mean? smart move. Yeah, like, if don't, you really like racing,
0: yeah, if, yeah, yeah. You're a driver, homie. Right. Like, don't, like, don't associate yourself to the problem that's going on right, right. now. You know, even, right, even, right, like, right, right. I don't care what you believe, uh-huh. just. Logically thinking PR wise Yes Shut the fuck up Yeah (laughs) Yeah. You're at the bottom of the Exactly (laughs) Oh dude yeah Yeah
1: everybody's ready To watch you get cut Everybody's
0: rooting for him To get cut Yeah
1: yeah, now Yeah Adding fuel to that fire Yeah
0: he's he's like the JaVale McGee of the (laughs) F1 You know (laughs)
1: Well, JaVale's a champion. So. He is, he is. But, right. but you know yeah, what I yeah, mean, yeah, right? Yeah, like
0: yeah, the yeah. Shaq and the Fool thing that screwed him a little bit, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like JaVale is a great player. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. he's not, yeah. but, no, that's, that's but he very... did become the butt of the NBA for a little yeah, while. Yeah, he
1: did, and he got butt hurt about it. Too. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> with reason. Yeah, you know, that's with true. reason. That's true. Yes.
0: Um, but yeah, so the, that's kind of I, I'd be I do want to know like what exactly did Nikita say?
1: Okay. Do I'm not you asking you to look at him now. Okay, okay, okay. But,
0: you know, I, I I'd be curious to know. Uh, I mean, if he did some if he did take like a hard stance on you know, kind of supporting Russia and now the spon- Haas is losing the sponsor, I probably wouldn't expect him to drive.
1: Okay, he said uh before the invasion, he said he's a supporter of sports without politics. Okay. Um
0: uh, just, just dude, shut and up and
1: yeah this week yeah he un- he faces an uncertain future as per sky sports okay dot com um uh, i'm trying to quickly scan for his exact exact words
0: yeah i don't know man it's just like uh i i would like i just would i just wouldn't say anything like i, I just don't see the need you know like person okay from a perspective of a Russian that might not feel any kind of way about what's going on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. This isn't affecting him in the least, right? Like, yes. yes, He is the son of an oligarch. Correct. You know, like or
1: somebody tied to an oligarch. He's rich. Rich he's, kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so it's, he, if it's a guy sponsoring an
0: F one team, dude, yeah. he's got cash. Mm-hmm. So, oh, he's
1: a billionaire's son.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So yes,
1: he is a. So, like, I dude, would,
0: like I mean, yeah, I, I would just you know like just stay away from it, you know what? If you're not, if you're not going to, basically jump on the movement that Vettel is on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that said, there is a whole Russian country that'll probably get behind him if he does say something like that, although. I think I feel like the country is split. Now we're getting into like world politics. Which yeah, we totally are. We're probably not educated enough to speak on.
1: Right. So I will retract what I said. He didn't say that he's still down to race, but prior to them invading, he did say what I quoted him saying Okay, so now he has shut up. Yes. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah makes and sense. he, he cancelled some um face to face interviews. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's exactly what he needs to do.
1: So he did the smart thing. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But he still said what he said post battle saying what he said.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, it just doesn't make sense to me why you would do that. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I mean, we can go shout out to Carlos. Him and I had a, a long chat yesterday about, you know, uh, world politics and how we got to this point with Ukraine and Russia. Okay. um, I want to talk about it, but I feel like we should just ignore it. Let's sure. let, let's move on. All right. Yeah, stick book. <laughs> yeah. So on to the 91 Octane Book Club, and this is the second installment, and I have lagged it like crazy on the Survive the 25 Challenge, which ends in April 22nd, so I still have time. If you don't remember, mm-hmm. uh, there's a group of us trying to lose 25 pounds, read five books, and do five – Sim, karting events, and uh, track days count too. Um, I haven't been reporting all the stuff that I've been completing, but as part of that, I did read "The Man in the White Suit," Mm -hmm. Ben Collins, the second Stig on Top Gear, and uh, I wanted. I usually read a lot of um, a lot of uh, nonfiction. Okay. Right, which is the real stuff. It's mm-hmm. always backwards with those words. Yep. Um so but I wanted something easy to read, you know. So this book is really just a kind of an autobiography of Ben Collins. He starts talking about his time in the army, um having poor vision and lying about it and sneaking into the army. Okay. Uh he talks about his time in Top Gear. Uh-huh. Um, you know, kind of his experiences with Jeremy Clarkson, James May, and Richard mm-hmm. Hammond. Uh, and you know some of the inside stuff that goes on, um, you know, with Top Gear and being the stick. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, it's it's written in a way I don't like pretentious writing. I think pretentious writing is bad writing. Okay. Um, it's like it's like meant to sound poetic when it doesn't need to. Okay. I don't know, and I want your opinion on this.
1: I think, really quickly, I think the the writer's trying to deliver a certain tone with the book when he writes with big words versus everyday language.
0: Yeah, they're not even big words. It, it's more like... It's Formal... Like they want to almost sound romantic.
1: Right, sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're just trying to speak in a tone. Yeah, That's and, and, and like I said,
0: it could be that because I'm coming from the nonfiction world in the most part, which... A lot of the books that I read sound more like textbooks than, you know, classic novels. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I was kind of disappointed in the book and personally wouldn't recommend it. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I personally okay. would not recommend it. I got about halfway through and I had to force myself to That's finish it. That's never good. Yeah. I, okay. I, and it's like... Um, and you bought the thing, clearly. And I bought the book. I, I like to buy all my books. I like to have a library because sure. then when people come over, they think I'm smart. <laughs>
1: When it's all race car books, you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm a race car driver. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> or my yeah. race car in the yeah. garage. Yeah. <laughs> that is not hentai. <laughs>
0: oh man, so yeah, so I, and it's like, um, I think there's some big things that stick out to me. One, I feel like the car romanticizes racing like to a fault, and it 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 almost exaggerates to give the appearance. That uh, that racing is this like huge, glamorous, you know, thing that is hard to achieve. OK. Um, When in reality, it's not the thing. And I think that might conflict with the grassroots in me that wants everybody to go out there and race. OK. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's presented that way. Another big thing was that uh, there isn't a lot of insight into the behind the scenes with Top Gear. Which I was expecting a little more. I know this book is about the Stig. Yeah. But the Stig was Top Gear, right?
1: Right. So why is he riding that coattail yet not really speaking to too much? Is that what you're saying?
0: To to his credit, maybe this is what happened. It sounds like he wrote the book, Uh gave it to Top Gear. Uh Top Gear read it and said, you got to cut all this stuff out. Uh Like you can't say a lot of these good things. We're Uh going to let you have some of these pieces. Okay. Um, that's kind of how it feels. Mm -hmm. So it feels like a lot of the things that he's going over is stuff that we've probably already heard before, or we've gotten insight on from the other three guys. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there is a a, a few tidbits in there. Oh, There are a few tidbits in there about sort of his behavior as a Stig and how much freedom he got, you know, in like scenes in top gear. Mm -hmm. Um, like, he, he he talks about how uh, the first time he put a lap down with the celebrity car, um, he was waiting for Jeremy to give the time. And before Jeremy could g- even give the time, I don't know if you remember, he he got up off the couch and left. And it feels like such a stig thing to do, mm-hmm. but that was him, like, riffing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He oh, just kind of... Okay. So there's a few little tidbits yeah, in there, sure, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, when he was a little kid, he... Uh, he uh, his dad was supposed to get a jaguar as part of his job, and his boss like cut the program nice before he could get it. OK so when they went to a company dinner, uh-huh. Ben Collins kicked his boss in the nuts. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty cool, That's dude. I am like funny. and he told him it's like oh, it's for not getting my dad a a J. How you old know? was he? Did he, oh, say? Dude, he I think he said he was like six or seven or something so like that? So my kids' age. Probably, yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My literally. middle son's age. Yeah. Or yeah. the older ones. Would you be proud of your son? A if... little bit. <laughs> yeah, low key, Cause, hell cause yeah. You would feel you... that way too,
1: right? <laughs> so he's just yeah, he's man. just kinda
0: like expressing your emotions. Yeah.
1: Like when I didn't get to go to Japan because my ba- my like executive said I was too new. Oh. and let's say Zach kicked him in the balls for that, I would have been like, yes. Because <laughs> there's no retaliation.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, he can't do uh, anything. Yeah, you can't do anything in a little oh, kid. No. I mean, he can retaliate with you. Uh,
1: barely though, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean so, especially
0: not now, but in this time. Yeah, maybe, maybe but nah, maybe, you
1: know, yeah. Yeah. Right? So, I
0: mean to well, we can we can talk through some of these examples. So, I do want to read some of the examples that I'm talking about like kind of ro- w- how he romanticizes things and they'll just these will be like short ex- excerpts. Um, okay. you know, like he he puts the scenery went flying by and the engine was bumping off the rev limiter. Okay. Demanding the next gear. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something clicked in my brain that day because I never sent speed the same way after that. Mm. Once I got used to it, nothing ever felt fast again.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean We've felt that.
0: I don't know that yeah. I would express it that way. You know what I mean? Okay. It just it just seems and this is why I wanted to run this by you because sure. to me, it seems like this is kind of try hard.
1: I mean, yeah, you could see. I, I could see what you're saying, right? I like, could certainly see what so you're saying. So, would
0: you be entertained by a book that is almost exclusively written that way?
1: The whole end to end, cover to cover, you're the, saying? For, I
0: mean, you know, there's some percentages where it gets a little more real, but let's say 60% of the book is written this way.
1: Well, he's is he British or American?
0: I think he's. My, I don't know if he's British. I should know based on reading this book what he was.
1: I'll, I'll look, but he might
0: be British. Um, so that might have something to do he's with British
1: it. British, and that's what it is.
0: Uh, okay, I are will, you sure? I will is give that not an like a, Englishman
1: just, a pass purely because they have. They form, write this way. They, they're form. They're the OG of English.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so they like, so they
1: have their own way of. Talking, I think. Maybe even in day-to-day, that's just very, yeah, you could say poetic. Yeah. Whereas Americans don't really have beauty. We don't add any beauty into the our English.
0: I, no, I don't know, man. I feel like there are American writers that, like, they – because there's, like, there's writing with imagery, right? Mm-hmm. Painting pictures with words. Yes. And writing poetically, I think, are different. Sure. Right? sure, sure. sure. So I feel like – what I feel like what they're trying to do is paint a picture with words, mm-hmm. but they're doing it unsuccessfully. I
1: see. Well, yeah, I, I'll give him a pass because he's he's from England. Yes, personally, yes, that that's the way I see it.
0: So let's let's continue the the romance, right? Sure, sure. Um, as a team leader in my car, I drew the lucky straw to run a to run double stints when our third driver was injured in the pit lane. That meant running flat out for just over two hours between fueling, between fueling and driver changes. The combination of continuous high G forces and the way the car was always twitching tested the driver and the machine to the brink of failure.
1: The dri- so he talked in third person. The yeah, driver and the machine. Yeah,
0: and that, and the and failure. the fact that you know this is this is they're talking about an endurance race. This is the Daytona endurance race, okay. and. Um, from my experience of what I've learned about endurance racing, you're not driving flat out in an endurance race, mm. right? You need to be more measured. So this is one of those instances where I'm like, they're exaggerating for effect.
1: But he's really like racing for like a higher stakes race than the endurance racers we've talked to. Correct.
0: yeah but uh, i'm not basing this just off of like club racing okay right i'm basing this off of like because i because i saw this i thought of like the club club racing and then i started researching more okay and it's just endurance racing in general is just more strategic and tactile than that Mm. Um, it's
1: more tortoise than hair it's yeah it's more tortoise than hair actually yeah Yeah, absolutely
0: that's that's a good way to put Mm. it So the fact that he's putting this in there just kind of gives me that feeling again, like, oh, I I just need to embellish it a little bit to make Mm. the common man, you know, feel it a little more. Right. right? right, And it could be that we're reading this from a perspective of somebody who has who has researched it or at least lived it enough. To understand that this is being embellished, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that these are the kind of things that kind of started adding up to me. You were like
1: uh, getting annoyed uh, by yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I'm like, oh, dude, you're so full of shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you really want to tell me this stuff, man? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So I, I wasn't really cool with it. And then you know, the last ex- romantic sure, example, sure, sure. right? Some days I maxed as many as fifteen different cars with no lead in. With the time constraints of filming, I learned to skip the foreplay and adapt quickly to all corners. The Ron Jeremy of Cars.
1: <laughs> Literally, that's the quote?
0: That's the quote he put here. The Ron Jeremy of Cars. And you know what? Like th- Shit like this makes us laugh. Yeah. But when you put it all together, it's uh-huh. hard not to roll your eyes.
1: Depending on his personality
0: right i don't know th- i don't know the dude yeah look, so, look at him if so you want. if he's
1: actually being comedic yeah especially with using that person's name Ron jeremy who's yeah. a rapist by by the <laughs> way uh, and he's on trial for being a rapist i a did molester. not know that currently he is i yeah, did not know that yeah, yeah yeah um yeah so
0: i learned to skip the foreplay and adapt quickly to all comers the ron jeremy of cars <laughs> I was like, "This is wild, man." That's
1: funny. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So, I would. Uh, I don't know if you. So you thought that line was corny? And that's why you called it out?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like it's one of those things where you know, depending on the tone of the book, it can be funny. Yes. Right. But yes. then it also felt out of place. Like it didn't oh, feel okay. like yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. of the book felt this way. It's just one of the, uh, those other examples where it just. You're trying a little hard, right? I see. Or I you're see. trying to appeal to a wider audience, I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. If I think if if you don't if you don't scrutinize the book as much as I am mm-hmm. and maybe you do just enjoy it as a casual reader versus someone who's looking for auto sport automotive or motorsport content
1: you're looking for technical information i wasn't looking for technical okay, information okay, i was okay. looking
0: for more like chisme you know oh, what i mean like okay okay you okay, know like okay. kind of the scoop on yeah. top gear i you see, know what i, I mean see. that's what i was looking for any you know some insight on him uh, was cool as well yes um but you know i guess there are some redeeming instances like some facts he throws in here about mm-hmm. you know other people so Back in the days of leather helmets and goggles, an endurance race was a different kettle of fish. Yeah. When Duncan Hamilton won the Le Mans in 1953, he was so drunk that the team offered him coffee during pit stops to keep him going. He refused and still only accepted brandy during pit stops.
1: What? The fuck? <laughs> now I now i will admit i have wow. not i
0: have not fact checked this sure but it's those little things that make the make these books interesting right i would have i would have yeah i, I would have yeah, preferred these type of facts about james about oh, jezza okay, richard okay, right okay, yeah And yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what i mean by like they were they probably gave the book the top gear and top gear was like you can't talk shit on them <laughs> yeah. although it wasn't an amicable split so right, you know, maybe right, it was right, right. it was James and them, right? You know, yeah, yeah. That said no. Um, and then another interesting thing was what I didn't know. Right, like we were all curious about who the stick was when this yes. was happening, mm-hmm. right? But what we didn't know, or what I personally didn't know, is how much the media actually wanted to know who he was.
1: Oh, dude, they were hungry.
0: I didn't know that. So you know, for. You know, for for people that maybe felt like me, yeah, this is sort of an example of how hungry people were for hunting for the Stig. Yes. So my this is him speaking. My golden rule was to never appear in the white suit without a helmet on. Conjecture was nothing without proof. Meaning that if they had no proof, people could assume that it was him, but yeah. they couldn't say it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing short of photographic tangible evidence could prove who I was. Mm -hmm. I sterilized my gear and left every trace of Ben Collins, my phone, my wallet, and so on were locked in the car and then hid the keys. When the Sunday times raided my changing room and sifted through my gear, the only information they gleaned was that the stick, the Stig wore size 10 shoes. Good. So they were they would go as far as digging his shit in his locker room and
1: break his locker open, yeah, and go through to find to find out who outfit, he was and then go into his shit and see who he was and he, Look this at his man, wallet
0: so respect goes out to him because he hid this for seven years, even probably beyond that,
1: yeah, because yeah, it yeah. wasn't
0: until recently we found out who he is so you I mean
1: transport ourselves back to that time. Top Gear was the biggest show in the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mostly because of the bootleg scene. Mm, was it, the biggest, it, the, was, it was really? the biggest show in the world? It was. It was considered the biggest show in the world.
0: Would you say it's bigger than The Bachelor? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it was the biggest show in the world. Okay. And, uh, you know, English and European paparazzi is just, I mean, they killed Princess Di. You yeah. know, they're, they're like just obnoxious. They're assholes. Yeah. Um, I, it doesn't surprise me that at all that they broke into his locker. Yeah. So good on him for keeping all his personal belongings in his car. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. That they went that far. I could see it, though. I could totally see it.
0: And, you know, the crazy part is that he comes out on Top Gear as Ben Collins. Yeah. Oh, he has. Yeah, like when they play, like when they would play like uh, car soccer. Oh, okay. Oh, he he was would be one of the drivers, and they would introduce him on the show. Oh. He was like hiding in plain sight. Oh, that's wild, huh? That's crazy. And he does talk about how nervous that would make him because he'd feel like you know he was so oh. exposed. Oh, you wow. Okay. So there are some redeeming qualities to the book, sure. You know, sure, Like sure. I mean, it's more of a five out of ten than a one out of ten. I okay. would say. But the most fascinating part about this for me, um, I'll let, I'll let you try to deduce based on the 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 excerpt that I'm going to read you here, mm-hmm. what he's talking about. So Jezza, you know uh, uh, Jeremy, mm-hmm. right? Armed himself with a fifteen-second briefing for me on the terminology required to help Billy navigate the circuit introduced himself to Billy and climbed into the car. As I walked off, Billy zigzagged down the straight before piling off to the grass. Billy Piling, who? piling off to the grass. Billy is the guy that they're teaching how to drive. A star. Oh, it's a fake name? It's a, he's an army guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. And he says, Good luck, jessa I gripped my fist in celebration of Billy's success. His time was faster than five sighted celebrities. They taught a blind guy. It's he, The guy's blind? The guy's blind. Uh-huh. So they taught a blind guy how to navigate the Top Gear course. I don't remember this from the show. I didn't watch I episode
1: to, to episode forever. Top you know? Gear
0: sort of was my sec- second screen show. I, I, w- I have a few second screen shows that i watch them that way intentionally because I want to keep watching them over and over again. I do it to the office. Okay. Um. And Top Gear was one. This is probably one of the things I missed. But he goes into uh, the goal of Top Gear was to have someone be able to finish a lap essentially by themselves mm-hmm. with some instruction on Top Gear that is blind. And I didn't think that was going to be possible. Okay. So initially it started with uh, the Stig recording himself, mm-hmm. like his voice Going through the course, just speaking through the course, and I mean outlining every detail, every bump in the course, yeah. when to steer, how many clicks right, how many clicks left. Mm-hmm. So they gave that recording to the blind guy. Okay. So then he studied that recording prior to then coming on to sessions on the track with the Stig, mm-hmm. actually driving through the course. And the Stig is telling him, okay, go right, right, right. Break! 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 Accelerate! 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 And the guy's blind, dude. Like, bl- <laughs> like, not like you know legally. Stevie Wonder blind. Yes, yeah, Stevie Wonder blind. <laughs> Ray Charles, man, like you know, <laughs> like blind, yeah. blind, dude. Like, and, wow. And, and wow. then this man goes on to beat five celebrities that could see. <laughs>
1: That is incredible, dude. That's wild. That's man. absolutely that incredible. That is wild, but yeah. it's
0: like it's kind of sort of the power of the mind, right? I oh, mean, absolutely. To be able to do that, and, and their all...
1: senses are heightened when they're blind, right? But he said all that they senses. could
0: only do hour to hour and a half sessions because it was extremely taxing. Oh, yeah. on the guy's mind. Oh yeah, yeah. To yeah. have to focus and and you know essentially navigating in a dark room.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to imagine it.
0: You couldn't even.
1: Like, Heimat driving, talking me through oh, yeah, Auto just, Club.
0: Dude, like. Push
1: it to 130 you, on the Roval. You tell me to go through. With your eyes fucking closed. Go,
0: not even a Roval, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. the mall parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what avoid I mean? Avoid the lights in yeah, the parking lot. Avoid the lights. Avoid all the other cars. Like, all right, like, let's do this. And, and and he's putting down fast laps. <laughs> not just getting around the course. Yeah, that's impressive. That was definitely a highlight, you know, kind of that, you know, that you were able to do that. Obviously, it takes, he's an old army vet, mm-hmm. you know, high ranking old army vet. So okay. it does, I think it does take a lot of mental mm-hmm. fortitude sure. to be able to do something like yeah. that. Yep. But essentially, he's memorizing a track in his mind and then executing on it.
1: But never having seen it, whether in the film, Pre or whatever. That's yeah. amazing. Absolutely, man. Shocking and amazing. That's, That's cool. crazy, That's man. That's very good excerpt. Yeah, dude. Sh-
0: I was trying to think, like, the track that I've spent the most time in is Big Willow. Mm-hmm. Like, could I just get around? Not go fast. Just get around <laughs> Big Willow.
1: Well, at what minimum speed?
0: Blindfold. I mean, five miles an hour, dude.
1: Yeah. That actually might even be harder. Uh, wouldn't you say?
0: I, they, what? Then going 80? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, because you're like, you don't know how it is to drive five miles an hour on that whole track. Oh,
0: you're right. Yeah, 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 you're right. I don't have that experience. But I mean, I don't know what other way you would do it. And I just don't know. And
1: to beat five other non-blind people. So they
0: don't name them. Mm -hmm. I, I made the mistake of not looking it up. But how fucking embarrassing. That's pretty bad. For those celebrities. Yes. Yeah, that's Ooh, pretty man. bad. Oh, man, dude. But how great for that guy.
1: Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Shout
0: out to Billy, man. Yes. <laughs> shout out to Billy, <laughs> We're man. we going to have to hashtag him. But hashtag anyway, him. that is the man in the white suit. Uh... I don't recommend it. Like I said, it's like a 5 out of 10. I mean, based on the excerpts that you guys heard, maybe you want to read it. That, that I don't was a know. good one. That last one was a good one. Yeah, but like I said, we read them, so you don't have to. There you go. All right, let's yes. get into our next segment, Profiling the Legends. What do you got for Randy?
1: So this week, uh, I threw a unique one at us, Okay. I think. We historically have been looking at race... Car drivers. Yeah.
0: Drug smugglers. (laughs)
1: Drug smuggling race car drivers. Yeah, yeah. Two of the same that bought the same racetrack, or two separate dudes that bought the same racetrack Mm -hmm. to smuggle the drugs. Mm -hmm. This week, I was like, you know what? Let me go back to my roots.
0: Going with the classics.
1: Yeah. Dearborn, Michigan, Henry Ford.
0: A Henry motherfucking Ford.
1: Yeah. So the guy that did not invent the car, he invented the um, the, the line. The the production line. line. The assembly line, yes. Yeah. He recognized that to sell quantity uh, will help everyday people buy the car because it'll be affordable for them right and he'll you know he's one of the first or second billionaires ever in history
0: oh i didn't know that
1: yes so that's a fun fact yes he
0: was a billionaire
1: yeah in in, in, in by by way of inflation
0: oh yes. shit i yes. thought i thought he But had equivalent a... Right, which is still crazy. Yes. But I almost thought you were saying he had a billion dollars in Back his then? time. No,
1: no, no. Yeah, then he'd be <laughs> trillionaire by oh, now. Oh, right? dude, yeah. His family's money would oh, be Oh, it'd be trillions. wild. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so he was one of the first billionaires, him and Rockefeller. I think Rockefeller before him. Yeah. Um, so you want the fun facts or the dirty facts about uh,
0: this guy? Uh, let's start with the fun facts.
1: Okay, so fun facts, some easy ones. He invented uh, charcoal, compressed charcoal briquettes.
0: R- like, they had
1: extra wood at the factories because those that would be used for interiors. okay and to build out the cars. okay so they discovered that charcoal could be made from the scraps of wood that yeah. were left over. okay. So he actually started selling it and he named it after his brother-in-law um, E.G. Kingsford.
0: What so the hell? So he... So for yeah. What?
1: Charles, yeah, charcoal briquettes were a product of Henry Ford.
0: What, man? Yes. Whether they Damn. own it now still, who knows? Hank Hill hates him.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know that about uh, King of the Hill?
0: Well, he's a propane guy.
1: Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, charcoal tastes better.
0: It does.
1: But it's a lot more work.
0: Uh, no. Yeah, it is. It, it the is.
1: Dirt, prep, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm, so I'm a propane geyser.
0: Interesting. Too. I didn't know he was behind Kingsford. Uh, that was new to me, too. So it's Kingsford.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, Oh, maybe. okay, okay. Yes. Um, so another fun fact. Um, the Henry Ford Museum is in, obviously, Dearborn, Michigan. Okay. A stone's throw away from – it's actually kind of far from the the new headquarters, but the original headquarters, it's right down the street. Okay. From the original assembly lines. There's a whole region around it called Greenfield Village. Okay. So they have this old-timey American village from the 1900s that they brought over there. Or they built around this area. So it's got an indoor museum called the Henry Ford Museum. Okay. And it's got an outdoor, um, old-timey Americana thing called Greenfield Village. Okay. In Greenfield Village... They have uh, Thomas Edison's original house.
0: Interesting. Inside
1: of that house, they have the very first light bulb that Thomas Edison built.
0: Fucking bullshit.
1: No, it is. It it really is. Oh, really? Yes, it is. Yes. Wow. And the reason for that is because, um, and this is how it ties into Henry Ford, uh, Thomas Edison was the, um, the mentor for Henry Ford. Really? Yes. And this is the bullshit one. I'll, I'll throw a bullshit one at you. So, um, one of the things that Henry Ford wanted, um, before Thomas Edison died, was to capture his last breath in a vial. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thomas Edison's son. That
0: for some reason all I can think about was like there was remember in the news like a few months ago there was a girl selling her farts in a jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like she actually sold some.
0: Here, Here's your breath, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Okay. That's, that's funny. So, that's kind of creepy.
1: Uh, you know, who knows how people thought back in the day. Oh, yeah, But nonetheless, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a lock of a girl's hair was something that was a, a big deal for guys, too, right? Uh, how's a, also creepy. <laughs> yeah, also, I mean. Oh, that was a stand- thing back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to okay. get, like, a lock of your girl's hair because it okay. reminds you. From the top or the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> The curlies, <laughs> <laughs> twist it up, put a on, and cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, damn!
0: Why is this so coarse? <laughs> yeah.
1: Is this for like, washing my dishes or for? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. So, in the, uh, is it in the Henry Ford Museum or Greenfield Village? In either one of the locations, they're right next to each other. Yeah. That vial is actually stored.
0: They got Edison's fart in a jar. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right next to the light (laughs) bulb. Oh, my God, dude.
0: Really? So that they... I mean, Mm -hmm. of course, uh, somebody probably already opened it. But even without that, it's like, what the hell? Yeah. It's a a nice novelty. It's creepy. It's kind of this
1: weird novelty thing. I mean... Additional creepy things that are there at the Henry Ford Museum is the original chair that Abe Lincoln got shot in, with um, blood, with blood stains still on it.
0: Yes. Really? Oh yeah. Oh. And okay.
1: Also JFK's car that he got shot in, um, in Dallas.
0: But that's like morbid, creepy, kind of right? Like
1: it's a historical. Item,
0: yeah, like I, I don't right. know. I, I think stalker creepy is more creepy than like morbid creepy.
1: So farts in jars, farts in jars, last <laughs> night no, like, yeah. breath in a vial, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's a little, but cool. Like I didn't know that that stuff still existed.
1: That's the thing, yeah. Not a lot of people know about this, and I guess we, as a uh, Michiganders, took it for granted. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Because that was the place to go for your field trips almost every year, oh, and it was very boring.
0: uh because they give you like a here. like a,
1: a hunt, like a you know like word hunts and stuff like, like a that. Scavenger hunt, yeah, and shit? to learn yeah. about shit around the whole Greenfield Village area, and it's like it's really boring in our in our eyes.
0: You, I don't know. I would nerd out on that stuff when I was a little kid. You think so? Yeah, dude. I bought. I bought a copy of the fucking Constitution.
1: Did you really? Yeah, when
0: I was a little kid. Like, who uh, does that? Yeah, that's kind You know, kind of when I, I still have it. Really? Yeah, I still have it, and, and, it, and it's gonna... like it's like it's got like burnt edges, like to me to look like. You should
1: put it up in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I should,
0: huh? Yeah, yeah, yes. like memorizing the preamble there, and yeah, shit, like. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so then you would actually probably be interested in going to a I'm Detroit. I'm interested now. We yeah. should go to Detroit.
0: Though. Yeah, I'd be down to go. You should go. Yeah, go um, sit in the same seat that. Uh, oh, you can't sit
1: in it, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, I'll figure out. And how. after JFK's car, the next one was a the, one of the first uh, bulletproof cars. As a
0: result, uh, for okay, Lyndon Le- yeah.
1: Johnson, was it Lyndon yeah. Johnson that was after? I don't JFK? think that was the
0: problem with JFK. <laughs>
1: Well, yes,
0: <laughs> he was in a convertible, but yeah, I get what I get, what you, I get yeah, why you didn't need it. Yeah, 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 for sure. But anyway, back to Henry Ford. So
1: Henry Ford, the last fun fact is he um, developed the first prototype of a plastic-bodied car, and this car's body was also not just plastic but biodegradable because the panels were made entirely from soybeans. So he was kind of green. Before I, That couldn't Green have been his goal. Thing.
0: That couldn't have been his goal, though. You know it's, what I mean? It's mean,
1: probably a cost thing. If yeah, anything. like he was trying like to find a,
0: an alternative.
1: Al- yeah, to be cheaper. To be cheaper. Better manufacturing, quicker, easier. Or maybe,
0: what is it called? Planned obsolescence. Or that. It could be. You know, be. he wanted these cars to come off the road so then he could sell more
1: oh that would that'd be very future thinking if y- that was true
0: i mean I, w- I you don't get to where he got to without being at least somewhat of a visionary right
1: well i would counter that by saying like americana american made items from that era to the 70s anything made in America was built to last forever.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is surprising to hear that, you know, he had soybean cars. So
1: that's why, yeah, I'm surprised what that is. So I I would counter and say I don't think it was a planned obsolescence moment, but rather some sort of either efficiency, quality, I wouldn't say quality. Yeah. Some sort of, like, quicker to build or cheaper or something.
0: Yeah. Like. Sort of how, like, we look at alternative fuels. He was looking at alternative...
1: Right.
0: Manufacturing. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. I and, mean, you know, based on kind of <coughs> the the manufacturing of the time, mm-hmm. planned obsolescence wasn't a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was almost about build building to last. Yeah, yeah. For Tough. Yeah, Built uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Built for Tough. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So the dark side, and this is one major one, it's pretty much known, and the source for, for this information actually is from the Henry Ford Museum's webpage. Oh, really? It is yes. Is that he, like Bezos, bought a newspaper uh-huh. because he wanted to spread his own propaganda. Right. And one of those things that he spread was anti-Semitism. He did not, he was not for Jewish people.
0: Really? In
1: any way, shape, or form.
0: So he was low key Nazi ish.
1: He could have been low key Nazi ish. Nobody ever claimed that he claimed to be part. Well, the Henry Ford
0: Museum isn't going to claim that shit. Well, yeah, that's you know? true. Like, but at least they put it out there. They're gonna, <laughs> we're going to give you a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they did have the actual newspapers that he released with his. Oh, so it was Sem- very
0: explicitly anti oh, Semitic. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, in the,
1: he, I don't remember exactly from this article whether he bought the newspaper just to promote anti-Semitism. Right. But he clearly did with a few several issues. Wow. A few to several issues. Right. Where it was blatantly anti-Semitic.
0: Do you, were you able to find any other instances of him like, you know, either helping out organizations that were also anti-Semitic? I imagine there was some of that, there too. There probably was, but yeah. no, I didn't
1: go that far into the anti-Semitic stuff. Just, yeah. I mean, right on the surface, again, on his namesake's website for for his his museum, yeah. you know, they have the images of the issues that were anti-Semitic from his newspaper.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess you just have to own it. I think, at this point, the history... Right, it's kind know, of just do? like Jim
1: Crow, just like all yeah. that kind of Ku Klux Klan you know, these people have to be talked about in that light as well. And it's great that they don't just, you know, sweep it under the rug and actually have it on their site.
0: But this does bring up another question. Mm -hmm. Is Jeff Bezos going to end up in a museum? Are we going to have a Jeff Bezos museum?
1: Oh, a Jeff Bezos museum.
0: Amazon museum, whatever. I would hate that future. I... His rockets probably will. His dick rockets. (laughs)
1: Do you think they'd go in the Smithsonian or at um, Kennedy Space Center? Was
0: he too late to the game? Was it going to be? Is like is Elon's rocket eligible for Smithsonian, but not?
1: I think Elon's is. Yeah. The self the straight up landing one. Yeah. That stuff has to be.
0: Yeah, they'll put it right next to the Cosby sweaters. (laughs) (laughs) I stole. I totally stole that joke. (laughs) I would have I say that Zach Galifianakis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> At least he credited a, the right person, but that's a good uh, yeah, one. Zach,
0: <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Zach. So he said that shit on Between Two Ferns <laughs> to, uh, who, to uh, the Mad Men guy, uh, oh, J- John Hamm. No. Oh, did he laugh? Did yeah, John Hamm laugh? He said, uh, "John Hamm suits." are in the Smithsonian <laughs> right next to the Cosby sweaters and John Hamm died Oh, <laughs> oh man dude yeah. Oh uh, yeah sorry he said it with a straight face he said, it with, oh, face. He said it with a straight face my he God. said it with a straight face and like John Ham like I've never heard a laugh like John Ham's like <laughs> dude <laughs> Oh my gosh
1: Will <laughs> see a Jeff Bezos museum I, this is shit I think so I think he'll build one. Oh, his, he, he might build his, one his trust fund will build one
0: M- maybe maybe I think he will I don't know what he has of value like you can't put like the Amazon website <laughs> yeah. into, a, into a vial <laughs> yeah, yeah you're gonna put like a bunch of shitty Chinese products or like <laughs>
1: Knockoffs of everything, yeah.
0: Knockoffs of everything, you know. Like <laughs> oh, that's funny, the that's best reviews, poor reviews,
1: <laughs> paid bad English reviews yeah, from China, yeah. Or yeah like, yeah, because
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean, Henry Ford in his time, right? Like, who yeah. who, who else is like that now? Um, I mean, you're talking about like Elon's, your Jeff Bezos's, you're, right. right? But I think financially, at, but financially, financially, innovativeness. I wouldn't
1: put Bezos in that category. Oh no, I put Jobs. Uh, jobs.
0: yeah, Jobs. I mean, I'm pretty sure like iPhones, iPods are already in the Smithsonian.
1: That's probably true. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think Jeff Bezos less likely. I think Elon might. I think for the EV push,
1: the EV push certainly could put them, put him there. Yeah. Yes.
0: I guess it depends on who makes it to Mars first.
1: May if that even happens? yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You think that'll happen in our lifetime?
0: I think it will.
1: Yeah, a human on Mars.
0: A human on Mars. You think it'll happen? I think it'll happen.
1: I mean, he did propel us into self-landing rockets. Yeah. In 10 years? Yeah. 12 years or whatever? I
0: think in our lifetime, we'll see it.
1: That would be insane. Yeah. I know you're a space nerd.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like...
1: I'm a sci-fi nerd, so that is adjacent. Yeah,
0: as much as I hate you know kind of i don't hate right but as much as i have sort of a a bit of a disdain for some of the things they say and do Mm -hmm. and and the the billionaires yeah the way the billionaires operate uh you know the idea of landing a man on mars right is crazy you know and when he lands and he says i'm finally home you know, right, it'll right, prove right, what right, I have right, right. been saying Here's for Here's the this water, stuff. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. throw some weed on this Ma, bitch. Ma, turn on the water. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man, dude. Uh, so. But, yeah, so that thing, that's, that, I mean, it's its crazy how, you know, controversial some of these figures, important figures in history can be. Yes, You absolutely. know, Henry Ford is, is, you know, touted as – Kind of the inventor of what OEMs are doing now. Yes, you know, 100%. like without him, not necessarily, right? Somebody else might have invented, but you know, mm-hmm. you can say without him, we wouldn't have had the advancements of you know being able to get our S two thousands and our E 92s Absolutely, um, Dude, it all be hand built. Yeah. Yes. He's also credited with uh, the forty hour work week. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, I think I've heard that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure he probably wasn't too happy about that yeah and yeah it was yeah, kind of yeah. forced his hands right so i think unions were developed developed out of, out of that, that as well yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense yeah all of that era cool man henry mm-hmm. ford man henry ford Han- interesting stuff yeah a super interesting yes anti-semitic mofo, yeah but i do want to go to detroit now yeah, let's do it then maybe dearborn
1: dearborn which is just uh east west of detroit yeah, I gotta City check just it west out, of man. Detroit.
0: Yep. Gotta sit in that Abraham Lincoln seat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even if they tell you not to, I'm uh, just going to nah, run up dude, on it. I, no
0: way, man. Uh-huh. I'm not in Michigan. They'll probably mm-hmm. kill me over there. Uh,
1: yeah. Actually, there's not very many Hispanics, mm-hmm. if any. So, so I'll be
0: like exotic in Michigan. Kind of, yeah. yeah. You'll be
1: yeah the the sexy Latino type, <laughs> most likely. More than anything. Oh
0: man, yes, dude! Yes. The Emancipation Proclamation allows me to sit in this chair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, anyway, I think that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram, at 91octane. And if you want to send us any emails, complaints, talk shit about what we talked about today, info at 91octane.com. And as always, 91octane is brought to you by Cafe Carrera. Uh, probably, I mean... Of course, it's easy for me to say, but it really is some of the best coffee you'll taste. Um, and if you want to try it, Carrera.cafe or DM us, uh, yeah. and, and, and i will hook you up. Uh, that's not a problem. Any last words, Randy?
1: Shout out to my people in Detroit.
0: Shout out to your people in Detroit. Shout out to Dearborn. Shout out to Michigan. Shout out to Farts in a Jar. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>